Hey fellow eczema parent warriors. So it's February now and there has been a lot less outdoor time lately, which is a bummer when you're trying to resolve your kid's skin issues. And you might be surprised to learn that during the winter, even if you did get enough outdoor time, the sun is too low in the sky for most of the U.S. to receive adequate amounts of vitamin D. So you add that to startling statistics like the one from the EPA that says Americans on average spend approximately 90% of their time indoors. We and our children are just simply not getting enough vitamin D. So I'm going to talk about what we do, especially during the fall and winter months, and what you can do to put them on the right track. Let's dig into it. Hey mama, welcome to the Eczema Kids podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack, and let's get on with healing our kids. I know you've tried the cream. I know you've tried scouring the internet for answers. I know you've gone to see the doctors. And I know your kid is still suffering. I know they're itching and they're red and it kills you for them to tell you, oh, my stomach hurts or oh, I have more spots. What if I told you that the answer is in other areas that you haven't looked yet, like your home and things that your kids are eating that you believe to be healthy? that are healthy, but just not serving their their current condition? What if I told you that there's some simple things that you can do to manage their symptoms that you haven't tried yet? I wanna help you, that's why I'm doing this. I wanna sit in a room with you, so all you have to do is just do it. If this is on your heart, reach out at support at eczemakids.com and I can send you a link for a quick discovery call. We can decide if it makes sense to work together. I want to get you and your kid on the path to wellness as soon as possible so you don't have to go through another night of needless suffering. Support at eczemakids.com. I'll talk to you soon. All right, vitamin D. So unlike most other vitamins, our body can make its own vitamin D. That happens when our skin is exposed to the sun or UVB rays, right? So our body then converts the vitamin D into a hormone called activated vitamin D. So vitamin D is obviously important for strong and healthy bones. It helps to absorb the calcium and phosphorus that's needed to develop bone structure and maintain strength. The problem is vitamin D isn't found in a lot of foods. Like it's in fatty fish like cod and salmon and mackerel and sardines. Those are like the best food sources of vitamin D. And there's a little bit in milk and butter. But our body really makes vitamin D from sunlight. And rather than extracting it from food, like most other vitamins, makes whether we're getting the right amount a little more complex. So according to the Vitamin D Council, and there's totally such a thing as the Vitamin D Council, 
and a lot of experts in the field, we should be maintaining a vitamin D3 level of about 50 to 80 nanograms per milliliter all year long. So to accomplish this, the average adult needs about 4,000 to 5,000 IUs a day in the winter and between 1 and 3,000 IUs a day in the summer. The summer dose obviously depends on how much summer sun you get. So babies younger than one need at least 400 IUs of vitamin D a day. And then kids older than one need at least 600 IUs, possibly a good amount more of vitamin D a day. So when someone's levels of vitamin D3 fall below 50 nanograms per milliliter, the vitamin D3 acts just like a vitamin and protects the bones from bone softening concerns. But when vitamin D3 levels rise over 50 nanograms per milliliter, but not over 80 to 90 milligrams per milliliter, the vitamin D3 begins to function as a hormone that's considered one of the most beneficial hormones in the body. So optimal levels of vitamin D3 are responsible for a lot of health benefits. And we're just like any living thing. If we're taken out of the sun, we, we start to wither. I mean, on the flip side, though, we can have too much, and then we develop vitamin D toxicity, which is a really serious condition, and it's really easy to do to go overboard with vitamin D supplements. So to know your kid's correct dose, you ideally test their, their vitamin D blood levels. And you can do this most easily with Accessible Labs. It's basically like Amazon for blood tests, but... If your kid is under the age of three or even five, in my experience, these types of labs have a hard time sticking little kids. And it's possible the test could be uncovered by insurance and you might be able to do it in your pediatrician office. That would be fantastic. Otherwise, if you get someone else to order it, you can take it to your local children's hospital. And in their labs, they obviously have phlebotomists that are used to dealing with small children. It is a little pricier, but they do it and they do it right. You can also look into a mobile phlebotomist. If you're in Colorado or Wyoming by chance, you can look up Lori with ABO Labs. She's amazing. And if you have New Health, which is a community health share, you can order this lab yourself and then find a phlebotomist that'll work for you and your family. But again, before you go into any lab, call ahead and ask if they take kids that is your child's age. And if they're if they're really young, either a mobile phlebotomist that regularly works with small children or a children's hospital is what you have to do. So if you decide to supplement, which a lot of times you, you do need to, take your supplement with your earliest and fattiest meal. So the meal with the most fat will stimulate better bile flow, which is required to break down vitamin D as it's a fat-soluble vitamin. So there's research that shows that when you take your vitamin D from your main meal, blood levels increase by 50%, which means that people can cut their vitamin D in half and still get the same benefits. So that's cool. And actually, you should take all your fat-soluble vitamins like A, E, D, and any fish oils or omega supplements with the heaviest or fattiest meal of the day for that same reason. Vitamin D, though, should be taken in the morning, especially because it syncs us up with our normal circadian rhythms, like where we're supposed to be. Nobel Prize winning science on circadian medicine has shed a lot of new light of the timing of taking certain foods and medicines and supplements, and we typically get vitamin D from the sun as opposed to something like melatonin, which we manufacture at night. So to help 
maintain and reset our circadian rhythms, we should take our vitamin D with the sun the same way that we would take melatonin at night. So taking vitamin D3 with a fatty breakfast is a really good strategy to getting the best bang for your circadian buck. But a lot of our little eczema friends have a hard time metabolizing fats. So for this reason, and because it's super effective, I apply vitamin D on our littles topically because it absorbs well and it supports the appearance of healthy skin. And that's what we're going for, right? Healthy, radiant skin. So I do put it on straight on topically in the winter and spring months when I'm worried about their vitamin D intake. Still, sunlight is best. And even when you're not getting enough in these winter months, it's still important to get as much sunlight on your sweet little baby's faces as you can. I hope that D mystifies vitamin D a little bit for you. If you have any questions, you can ask a question in the Facebook group, Natural Eczema Solutions for Kids. You can send me an email at support at eczemakids.com or check out my website if you're just ready to move forward with the framework and go for it. Vitamin D and all. I'm here for it all, but take care. You are doing great. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.